So I was reading this really interesting article today, and do you know why women wear makeup and perfume? No, why? It is because they're ugly and they smell bad. It's 37 podcast time, cause it's Friday and you're at home. It's 37 podcast time, cause you're masturbating alone. It's 37 podcast time, cause the children have all gone to bed. It's 37 podcast time, let those boys get inside your head. Hey buddy, how's it going? Oh, really good. Yeah? Yeah, really well. You seem up today. You seem like you're feeling good. I am. You know, finally we're recording not at the dead of morning, 9 a.m. This is. here. Here in the evening, back where we belong. Exactly. I'm a man of the night. Yeah. I'm See, not the dark night. I'm a man of the night. Man of the night. Yeah. Yes. I like women of the night as well. Yes. I, I, I do well in the mornings, but yeah, there is a little lag or something. It's almost like my head is sharp, but my mouth is not awake yet, so I just kind of slur and blur in the mornings. Did you know that there's a difference between um, a male prostitute and a female prostitute? Is it the penis? Female, female prostitutes are hookers. Mm-hmm. Male prostitutes are hustlers. Really? Yeah. I never thought of somebody saying a hustler and that being a prostitute. Yeah. There's such a thing as hustler bars. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I learned this because... You fucked a male prostitute. It was Pride Weekend here in San Diego last week. Ah, that's why you're in yeah. such a good mood. And for the sake of being topical, I figured we'd uh, we'd cover it. We'd get dig right in there. Yeah, I, I did. I was actually out of town. I was in beautiful St. Louis over the weekend. And uh, I got a lot of random pictures from people on my phone, and I was very confused until I figured out it was Pride Weekend, and I thought it was just like all of my friends had gone gay at once or something. Yeah, I, I didn't actually go, but no. I was a uh, kind of the same thing going on where I was kept up to date with the activities. So I think I'm I'm pretty much in a position to speak broadly on the subject. Why not of gayness? I mean, you couldn't offend anyone. Well, the other thing I think we should do is I think we should try to do as much of this episode in a gay list. That sounds fantastic. Super. I'm so glad that you're into this. This is going to be a great episode, I think. It is. It's going to be so cute. Love. (laughs) So anyway, what do you think the difference is between a straight man, a gay man, and a bisexual man. Go, Paul. Probably that I'd fuck the first two and not the last. (laughs) I don't know that I really understand bisexuality in men. I accept it fully in women and encourage it, but with men, I just don't get it. I wholeheartedly and fully are behind you on this subject. You would be behind me. Tell me more. No, but there's no such thing really as... Your lisp goes to like, you sound like Serbian as well. Like it doesn't even, there's like a, there's a race in there as well. It's not just gay, it's race. Like, I am foreign. All right, all right. Maybe, maybe we just keep going with it. Um, maybe we drop the lisps. Yeah. But I really am curious about the bisexuality thing. No, I'm thinking there's no such thing as a man who could put another man's penis into his mouth and then um, claim that he's straight. And that's I, not, that's not a bigotry. That's just, just, mm-hmm. just physical physics i agree i don't know that Biology. i have a, a great defense right. to this you know what i mean i feel like i'm saying something wrong by saying that but there is this idea of uh, you know i have no problem with with gay people i completely support gay marriage and everything like that I always have you know and have family members that are gay and it's it's no no part of me is against this yet it grosses me out like the idea of two guys being together it really does and i can't fight that it's just it naturally does you know what i mean it's like it's the same way that like 
Kate Upton naturally makes my dick hard. Like I can't, I can't fight that. That's just nature. And so when I see like two guys making out, I I cringe and then I go, good for them. Well, you know? if it's so, a- the idea for me of, of someone able being able to take both of those things and you know being able to make out with a guy. And have the Kate Upton erection. My head says that can't happen. I'd imagine though, if they were fully shaved and somewhat glossy, then it might be easier to stomach. And they were going slow. The mental picture of that will haunt me. I'm trying to picture Kate Upton right now just to floss my brain of what you just said. But she, she's definitely the woman of the summer, isn't she? Oh my lord! I, you know, honestly, I have known of her and seen some stuff of her and. The reason I'm referencing her right now is because there was some video I saw online yesterday of her, and I was compelled to look at more pictures, and I was just like, good lord, this girl is hot. The guest video of her and rolling around and jeebus. I like her. So back to the gays. I can't stop thinking about her. Anyway, yeah, gays, bisexuality. But So you think that women, though, can be bisexual? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because it's it's there's there's less actual penetration. There's just certain parts that don't belong inside other parts. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, I heard a story about this woman who raised a chimp in the 70s. I think they have a movie coming out about it. Yeah. Nim yeah. or something. Yep. And um, she used to breastfeed the chimp when that's it was a, a little chimplet. That is fucked up. Yeah, that's weird. Those things don't sort of fit for no. me. No. Um, but I'm not necessarily one to pass societal judgment in that sense. If they kind of want to do that, not for me, but go for it. Um, yeah. I'm not going to stop you, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I so agree. sort of the same way with the penises. I, you know, there's also this idea that like, you know, penises and male genitalia in general and male bodies in general, there's such a very slim percentage of them that are good looking. And, and that, that's even just talking about the bodies. No, nobody like looks at a set of balls and goes like, you know, damn, imagining those tonight. You know, like, I don't think at least. But women have beautiful bodies. You know, the woman form is gorgeous. And even gay guys will say that, you know, boobs are pretty and things like that. But no one who doesn't do guys would ever consider for a second that genitals are pretty. You know what I mean? Like, I would never think any man's genitals are good looking. But I think in women, you can – I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I just think genitals are gross. I don't, well, I think it's a natural thing. I don't Fem- want them in my mouth or near my face or anything. The females are presenting like a baboon. Male mandrel. But I guess by that token, I mean, honestly, if you get down in there, a vagina is not the greatest looking thing ever. From five feet away, it's fine. So there's the thinking then if we've got a very delineated division between straight – and gay mm-hmm. and bisexuality, the vagaries of it have mm-hmm. been thrown out of the discussion. Vagaries. Sure enough, there's probably going to be still a little degree of gray area in there. Uh-huh. But where do you think we are in this post-Will and Grace era of the line between being gay and being straight? Well, I think there's a lot of stereotypes. And but and, and I'm, not, I'm for stereotypes. And people are... You know, all about you can't judge and put people in these you know groups. And I'm like, oh, sure you can. That's how that's how you figure out how to get around in this world. You know, like I put people walking around with chainsaws in a group of people I don't want to walk next to. You know, and so Mexicans like, are all lazy. You ex- were saying it just the other day. Just the other day. So I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, obviously, completely negative things, stereotypes are, are bad things. But stereotypes. Taiwanese in general women can't work. drive. All these things true. But that's not my point. I think the idea of saying, like, just because you do this means you're probably gay or whatever. Sure, why not? You know what I mean? Like, there's going to be some overlap always. I love Lady Gaga. And when I was at that concert, yeah, I would say 90% of the guys in there are gay. So there's my overlap. But then where does the overlap – you know, it's like everyone's allowed a certain amount. Where does that overlap just turn to, like, dude, you need to just 
start being gay. And those are the stereotypes that you bring up, I think, is where the whole conversation hinges. Mm-hmm. Because the stereotypes are constantly being redefined into the sense where they're not even stereotypes or things that were never stereotypes before become stereotypes. Yeah. Like the idea of sailing. Okay. An, an activity that you and I both enjoy. Absolutely. A great deal on our 45-footer. That sloop. Mm-hmm. Wholeheartedly. The traditional moorings that you kept on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, it was it was the right decision, the right decision. So where do you think sailing has gone wrong? You, I mean, you're saying that it's it's not such a masculine thing to do anymore. No, I think that the stereotype of sailing has changed. When I think of sailing, I think of Dennis Connor drunk, sunburned in front of a waving American flag. Okay, calling out the rest of the sailing in the world community. Yeah. Now we've got everywhere these obviously gay-looking male models. In mid-thigh white shorts and a too tight polo doing stretching or just lounging. Yeah. Not doing any of the man's work that's involved with a good sail. Yeah. And so all of a sudden then sailing becomes gay. And then if you do sail, then you're associated with this gayness. Not that, again, there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying the stereotypes have evolved. I wonder if it's it's sailing turning gay or is sailing turning wealthier and wealthy people no longer want to do anything for themselves. You know, there's kind of that idea of like, you don't you no longer do those masculine things because you, you have a captain. You you know, you hired someone else to do all these things for you because you're just that elite. But and isn't that mindset gay? There's a, there's, a, there's a value to man's work and doing a good day's man's work. Well, that's what and I'm saying. So Maybe this, it's not the sailing that's gone gay, but the what, what wealth. So all of a sudden there's more wealthy people than there were before? No, but the wealth is still there. Wealth used to be masculine. Now wealth is gay. Well, I just can't argue that. When I look at old school wealthy guys, I think of like big fat men wearing sweaters, smoking cigars, drinking some scotch. And then I look at today's wealthy guys and they're uh, thin and they have their Manhattan apartment that's, you know, postmodern and nicely decorated and everything like that. It's a different it's a different kind of wealth, you know, or old they're from- old, old money's masculine, new money's gay. Or they're from Orange County and they wear Tommy Bahama shirts and their wife is 35 years younger than them. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with that because that description doesn't sound that gay, but I'm going to put it with gay. It sounds pretty awesome, honestly. My dad wears a lot of Tommy Bahama shirts. He seems pretty happy in general. Well, I think that it's the, the touch, the feeling of the Tommy Bahama. Yeah. And touch is a good thing to bring up. Okay. All of a sudden now there's people who want to do soft things against their bodies who doesn't want to do soft things against their bodies well i think that there's some soft things that are appropriate maybe Mm -hmm. to a straight man vaginas vaginas yes no i see i see what you're saying it was the idea of like you know masculine men they wear the carhartts and the dickies and the you know canvas pants and flannel shirts and stuff like that yeah now there's all these like triple washed super soft mm-hmm. cotton shirts that with the v-neck even your jeans are like baby soft now there was that guy on the real world too who used to blow dry his body because it felt good i can't fight that i mean if it feels good blow it you know somebody needs to get down there and blow that thing like i was saying the the idea of this old school more masculine new school uh you know gayer what about like interior design because i really do picture these apartments being you know, very modern design and funky in their decorating where old school masculine money is like oversized gold picture frames and wood. Yeah. Wood, wood, paneling. wood, wood paneling everything and, you know, 30 foot ceilings. Even w- like warm wall colors with maybe some white trim would be considered gay. 
But that's the interesting thing because I think interior design really toes the line. Ooh, rhymes between the two sides. Yeah. Because I like to be in places where I'm like, this is really cool. True. A nice hotel lobby. You're like, wow, yep. this is actually, I would have never thought of putting all these things together, but it really makes this place like unbelievable. Really ties the room together. And then I go home to my house and I've got like a puke brown couch, a, like origami rug and like some weird knockoff ikea shelves with some trestle desk and then white yeah no counters doesn't make any sense my house is definitely you can tell what sections i bought uh like thought about it all at the same time you know it's like oh those two walls go really well together they look great they have nothing to do with the other walls in the in the living room and everything like that but i purchased all that shit at the same time so, yeah, I agree. So then what, what does that mean if you walk into somebody's house and it's completely decked out and awesome and it's a single guy? Well, I think that in order to do it well and cheap, okay, you have to be very good at it. Yeah. And in order to be very good at it, those couple times I've met guys like that mm-hmm. been for other reasons than just the interior design, very suspicious of their sexuality. Gotcha. But then you've got the other side of it where wealth is gay. So if you've got a bunch of money mm-hmm. and you have an interior designer come in and you yell and scream at her before you take her out to drinks. Yeah. Which is another thing that we have to do. That is something we're going to be doing. I know we talked about it last week, but we've been it's been coming up a lot. Yeah. We really need to get hire an interior designer just for the sake of having someone to punish and party with. Yes. The two-piece. We need to scream at her and then make it up to her with, with mojitos. Ginger mojitos. Didn't you say that St. Louis is the mojito capital of St. the Louis Midwest? St. Louis is the mojito capital of the Midwest. Wonderful. So the point being is that... You've got this gay wealth where all of a sudden now you're doing things that may come off as being homosexual, i.e. having postmodern clean design in your home. Yeah. There's a fine line between like really tasteful wallpaper and butt sex. And and I, I don't know how to walk it, honestly. Speaking of butt sex. Yes. Gay marriage. Okay. I heard that you went to a gay wedding this weekend. No, I didn't go to a gay wedding. I went to a um, a Muslim wedding, a Pakistani wedding. Oh, it's so easy to get those mixed up. Yes. Yeah, it was um I'm supposed to say it was really interesting, but honestly I just didn't I just didn't give a shit about any of it. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. there's a lot of things where I was looking around going like, wow, this is you know, weird compared to an American Christian wedding. And then if you think about an American Christian wedding, you go, What the fuck? Why would you do any of this shit? Why do we like pull the panties off the bride and throw them around and, and Chuck flowers around and, you know, there's all these stupid things you do that you're just like, I don't even, I I don't even know why this makes any sense or why this is traditional or like these things mean nothing to me. So then when you go to a different culture and it has completely different traditions, at least some of theirs actually kind of, I saw some reasoning in there, but, um, overall, uh, I thought it was a giant waste of money and maybe I was just bitter because it was dry. So I had to be sober for like way too many hours of the day oh brutal yeah i don't do well with sobriety so but honestly it was it was pretty there was a lot of really cool outfits and stuff like that the food was amazing had some spicy goat that just knocked my butt off overall it was long and boring and and non-drunk at least st louis was extremely hot and muggy you know that's amazing yeah did you have any interesting public sex you know no no you would think so at a Pakistani wedding. And the arch. And the arch being right there. And Budweiser. Yes. All these things. Um, no, I went with a friend, you know, and so. Male. Uh, uh, female. Okay. But um, still a friend. So, you know, it, it was important to keep the sex private and not as public as I normally would. Well, that's good for both of your sex. It's good to keep it in the closet. Yeah. I would hate to have people think I'm straight. 
It's 37 podcast time Cause it's Friday and you're at home It's 37 podcast time Cause you're masturbating alone It's 37 podcast time Get inside your head